You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. We did it. It had it all. Oh god. Windstorms, forest wise. Well, you almost became one. I'm I almost did. It was very close. It was pretty close. Mm-hmm. Lightning. You know, we have we have pain. Uh, I may or may not have thrown a temper tantrum on the side of the road. <laughs> I mean, uh, maybe I puked in an alley. It had it all, Sarah. And the problem is, though, now you still can't walk. I still cannot walk. You still cannot walk. It's, it's only still- been like two days. So, I mean, I'm sure it'll be back to normal tomorrow, even though I said it would be today. Yeah. Uh, I just want to drop things on the ground and then make you have to pick them up. You're such a jerk. I'm, and you know what Oops. else? I have to work today, too. So, that's going to be fun. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. All right. Good job. Good job with that. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. Thank Thank you for finding us. We have so much to talk about today. There is a, there's a lot to go over, and this is going to be the last day that we're talking about this, but it's been kind of our theme for the last week, and that is uh, discussing Hood to Coast 2015, which is the 198-mile relay race that Sarah and I took part in over this last weekend. What were we thinking? I don't know. What like like seriously? There's something so wrong with Hood to Coast. Like when you're doing it, it's just the most painful long thing. But then when you're done, you want to do it again. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's like it's it's brutal. It beats you down. It makes you. It's like an abusive partner. Yeah. Because and and just just to lay it out just really quick. So we each run. You know, essentially there's there's a team of twelve. You split it into teams of six, like six pe- first people in van one, then six people in a second van, and then you just kind of uh, you go about the race that way. And each person on the team of twelve runs three different legs. You know, and those could those could vary between four miles or like almost ten miles was a, a couple of them were, I believe. Mm-hmm. So you run a lot, and this is all happening over this this short amount of time, and. Um, there are people who it's no big deal to where they can just still run these like, you know, 18 miles in 24 mm-hmm. hours or something. And they're like, I feel good. I could do another 18 more. It's like, mm-hmm. let me just say this. Sarah and I are not those people. No, we are not. <laughs> um, it hurts. It hurts very badly. And during the middle of it, sometimes you really regret even signing up for this thing. But then afterwards you waited about, I don't know, 15 minutes after I'm, after you're done and you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I did that. I made it through that. Mm-hmm. Like I, it was punishing. It hurt physically and mentally. It was very, very hard. And you're really testing yourself to see if you can even do it. And so there's points where I'll admit I wanted to just give up. I'm like, I really wish that somebody would just come by. Well, right at times, now yeah, you said it's hard. It's like mentally, mentally and physically. And also, it's like sometimes you kind of step away from it. You're like, and you realize how silly it is. Yeah, you're, you're like, forcing yourself we? to run. I'm like, why are we doing that? We have no sleep. We're running in the middle of the night. We're sleeping in a van, which we'll talk about. And like. It, Yet we're all choosing and pay and, and you know paying and which our money is going to charity, but to do this, yeah, like we're we're paying to torture ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And that's... then after we're done, we're considering doing it again. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a very strange thing. It is such an abusive relationship. It really is. Yes. Uh, but we did it. We did it this year, and so we just kind of want to go over and talk about everything. There's so many different bizarre things that happened on this trip. Um, first, though, I do want to say a big thank you to one of our main sponsors for for Sarah and I for this year for Team Beer Pressure. Yes, Team Beer Pressure. That's the name of the Hood to Coast team that I we were it. on, and Pabst Blue Ribbon was one of our fine sponsors, and we want to thank them so much. 
much. Uh, they 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 were wonderful. They provided us you know product and and support and all kinds of different things. They're just really they're really great here uh, to work with. And we were supposed to also. I'm not even going to get into this. I'm just going to say uh, we had Hood to Coast Team Beer Pressure powered by Pabst Blue Ribbon shirts made. Um, they never arrived. And there is an ongoing issue with that. We're not going to get into it, but at some point, maybe someday they will arrive. They completely missed the race. Um, nothing that Sarah and I did wrong, but nonetheless, that's that's a very frustrating thing. Part of it that happened. So apologies to that to Pabst, but we we do appreciate them so much. Pabst we did a long song and dance about trying to get that taken We care. did. We yeah. did. We did everything we could on this end, and it's still not resolved. Still, still. But it's okay. But we still had lots of Maybe they'll of be Pabst. ready for, uh, oh wait, they say 2015 on them. I was going to say, maybe they'll be ready for 2016. We can just get a little white out and like fill yeah. in the gap on the five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I will uh, I will explain that story maybe on another day when, when, when I have some kind of resolution to it, because there's no ending to it yet. We don't have them. So anyway, thank you to Paps Blue Ribbon. You guys are fantastic. Really appreciate it. So, all right. Also, uh, we did do the leg sponsorships. Sorry, one more piece of business. Um, the leg sponsorships, which which we'll talk a little bit about here today. And then we're posting all the videos today. So if you follow us on Facebook or Twitter or our website or YouTube, you know, Fun Employment Radio is pretty much how you follow us on all that stuff. Yeah. We'll be having a bunch of videos posted we today. We do. We're just going to have a, we're going to bombard you with some videos. It's going to be fun. Yes. And there's some really good ones. Uh, Sumon in the chat is asking if we placed our t-shirt order through uh, your former roommate who was supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good was question. No. No. Nope, didn't place it through him, but uh, anyway. Oh, I wonder if he was there this weekend. No, I doubt it. Yeah. That, that's a whole other side story, yeah, the former okay. roommate who was a runner uh, and, and who's a thief. So anyway, <laughs> let's get on to, to this. So the videos will be posted. Let's talk about what it's like to run Hood to Coast, run a relay race like this. First off, there were over 1,000 teams thousand teams of 12 for the most part there's a couple like elite teams that are that run with less people but mostly a thousand teams of 12 people that ran this race so over the course of what, what is it 36 36 different legs yes 36 different legs that span the 198 miles from timberland lodge on mount hood to seaside oregon so ridiculous so silly but you do it anyway. And, and, so, and you're like, and you're not doing it alone. Like as soon as you feel silly, like you look at everybody else and there are thousands of other people who made the same poor decision along with you. <laughs> you're like, what is wrong with all of us? Yeah. yeah like quite yeah. honestly, it's just so, you know, as you're waiting in line with thousands of people for the porta potty, it's like, what are we all doing here? What are we doing? As you're sleeping, which we'll talk about at a sleeping bag getting rained on. What are, what am I doing? Well, and, and yeah, we're going to go over all that. So I guess to, to, to kind of start off how this whole thing works is, you do. You rent You rent or have two different big vans that will at least fit the six people. Sometimes people have a driver. In addition to that, we did our own driving. So everybody's in this van, and you pretty much live in this van because the race takes, depending on how fast you are, like our race for the entire thing was like 30 hours or something. So you're in the van, though, for over a day. You know, probably around, around that many hours, just sitting in a van with the same people. And keep in mind, you're running and you're getting sweaty. And you're in a van and you're very, very, very tired because you don't sleep much. And it could go horribly wrong. Thankfully, we had a fantastic group of people. I think we all we all held it together pretty good. So it was Sarah and I in this van, um, plus our friends Dan and Carrie, and then uh, Tim, and uh, also uh, another Sarah. There were Sarah. three Sarahs on yeah. our team. It was a little confusing. Yeah, which mm-hmm. which Tim, Dan, and Sarah I went to high school with, so it was kind of cool. Not me, Sarah. Not you, Sarah, Sarah. The other Sarah. See, it's already confusing. You guys. Sarah B. Yes, Sarah B. Sarah B. We'll, we'll call you Sarah X and then Sarah B. Okay. So Sarah B. Yeah, I went to high school with as well, and and so it was it was really 
It was really a lot of fun uh, having it a whole so group fun. of us. It was so fun. And yeah. it wasn't stinky in there. It wasn't as we, stinky as I thought it would we be. We all did. The only thing that made it stinky were the bananas that we forgot to eat. Because we're all like, as soon as we get in the car, we're like, what is that? Because everyone brought their Ziploc bags, which is right. very important to put your clothes into. Now that it's over, I have a confession. Bag. What? I don't want to talk about something. So, you know how it's... I think you forgot when we started off on on um, the scene. Well, we, were, we, had, we had to be up at Mount Hood at 5.30 in the morning. So we left... Carrie's house at like three, I think. No, no, we left at like two thirty. Mm, no. Okay. No, I think we left at three. All right. No, I'm I'm pretty sure because I okay. said, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so so we left there, and 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 last week I was talking about how so I had a my my dryer my clothes dryer at home stopped working so I wasn't able to wash all of my clothes before this race but I have my shorts with the spandex underneath that I really like to wear and I had run in them and I hadn't actually washed them oh god you didn't wash so them when I was when I was in the van I got in there because I was wearing those because I was going to be running leg two and I didn't have anywhere to change beforehand so I, I had to wear them and we got in and you actually I don't think you remembered that I hadn't that I talked about this on the show because you were like it already smells in here and I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was me. It was me. It was my shorts. And I didn't think that it would like radiate out past me. I was like, I'm just going to hide in a little corner and hopefully nobody will smell it. But you already complained about the smell. And I was like, uh-oh. Yeah, I know what that's from. I know what you're smelling. Because we were on the same same seat. <laughs> it was me. Oh, my I didn't know God. it smelled up that. I was like, when I put them on before we got in the car, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely ran in these. They, oh. they kind of sat down. That was Because my clothes dryer I wouldn't work. That so I couldn't wash I them. So, I was so my tired. My clothes dryer broke on Tuesday, so I, and I couldn't get another one in Dude, time. There are things such, we called as like laundromats. I didn't have time. Honestly, I had no time to get to a laundromat over over that time. Oh but God. I really wanted to use those shorts, and so I wore them, and you were complaining about the smell. <laughs> and I knew what it was, and I played it off, and you never actually caught on to it. Oh my God! It was I was breathing in your stinky shorts. Oh my God! I'm so glad you waited until now to tell you because that would have grossed me out. I know you I never get caught super on to it. Out early in the morning too, and to know that I was like smelling your marinated shorts. <laughs> oh, I think I would have probably barfed. I honestly, I didn't think they were going to be that bad, and I thought, okay, well maybe it's just me because I'm wearing it and I'm sitting next to him. Maybe that's the only person that can smell it, but then you smelled it. And I, f- I felt pretty bad about that, but I wasn't going to do anything about it. I had to, I, I wanted to wear those shorts because they're they're my they're my comfortable ones that I like. So anyway, oh, that was you, me. Did you end up washing them? Uh, well, I did, but that was that's that's further down the line. We'll oh, we'll I'll explain I'll explain that. I'm really disturbed right now. <laughs> Why? Because that you didn't know was... you got away with it. You you I mean I, didn't get I got away, away with it. it. You got away with it. You stinky man. You ma- <laughs> you made it through just fine. Oh my God! All right. So anyway, so what are we? So now we're in the van. Yeah, we're in the and van. Greg stinks. <laughs> so that's that. So we're in the van and we're getting up to getting going <laughs> driving up to Mount which is about like an hour and a half to get up there. Nipples in the uh, chat says country pi, more like country pu. Am I right? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oops! I just didn't want to say anything. Uh huh. So so I got up there, or we got up there, the the whole team, and we you know we'd had about probably two hours of sleep I would say to start off because oh, yeah. you know we all, we all went over there the whole team and you know you have a couple of beers you have a couple of Pabst Blue Ribbons because you're excited about the next day mm-hmm. you know, and, and you want to de- be able to sleep because yeah. you have to try to go to bed early so we're like oh, we'll have a couple of beers 
Yeah, and you decorate the van and, you know, you do all that kind of stuff because that's exciting because everybody who's driving up there, usually their vans are all decorated with their team name. Some people go very elaborate and, uh, and you know, it's really elaborate setups and Christmas lights and stuff. And some people just put their names and all kinds of different things on the side of the vans. But you see these all the time. So we had to do that, too. And, and so we did that. But, yeah, we had two hours of sleep and we get up to Mount Hood and it's dark and it's it's uh, it's pretty chilly. It was pretty it's chilly. on top of a mountain. Yeah. So it, w- it was cold. And Sarah is who was going to be starting off the race at the very the start line where they count it down and they send off the runners and they, they space it out like every 15 minutes they send a group so you don't have a thousand people running at once. Yeah. It's throughout the whole day. Depending on your estimated times, like how fast you are and yeah. that kind of stuff. And Sarah and I are, <laughs> I would say Sarah and I are probably the slower members of our team. Um, I'd say we're slower. Yeah, I mean, we're not slow, but we were slower on our team. On our team. Of, like, well, because we had some super fast people yeah, in did. the other van especially. Yes, we did. And, they're, yeah, they're, they're Which quite gave fast. us like no downtime because our only downtime was when the other van is running. And since yeah. they're all like running, they're like so fast. Yeah. It's like, all right, only like a couple hours have gone by. It's like, all right, time to run again. We're like, oh, okay. Yeah, because they're, they're so fast. And it's not like anybody makes fun of you for going slow or anything like that. It's nothing like that. I'm just saying, I, I didn't train enough. Uh, I'm mm. going to say that right now as a blanket statement. Oh. I did not train enough, so, but I did it, and I ran as best as I could, and that's that's all. You know, that's I, too, did do. not train enough, and yeah. you can tell by if you see me attempting to walk or even go downstairs, mm-hmm. I cannot do stuff. Like, it takes me a long time <laughs> to go down the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny to watch. Uh, so... So so we get up there and Sarah started it off. You know, they did the countdown. And how were you feeling at that point? Because you you hadn't, I got to start it off like two years ago, yeah. which was kind of nerve wracking because you're with a whole group of people. And it's like, okay, the other 11 people, that's the one thing you always keep in mind too, is the other 11 people are depending on you. Are all waiting on you. They're waiting on you mm-hmm. to get through, you know? And so you have to do it. You can't. You can't just quit. You yeah, you can't all of a sudden just start like, like, oh, screw it. I'm just going to walk really slow because, you know, you're being timed. Yeah. And, and there are 11 other people waiting on you. Yeah, they're waiting for you to get in so they can go and estimate when they're going to be going. So, I mean, you really, you got to go. And uh, how did it feel there at the top of the at the top of the race? Well, thank you for asking, Greg. I feel like we're doing an interview right now. I I felt good at the beginning because I forgot how fucking hard Hood to Coast is. You seem angry about it right now. No, it was just, I'm well, I'm kind of in pain still but um <laughs> Sarah's like a wounded animal right now so <laughs> I'm lashing gotta, gotta dance carefully no it was uh it was beautiful on the top of Mount Hood and uh yeah so we're at the starting line and you know there's like the the kooky radio host or whoever he was the announcer guys he's like hey how's everybody doing and I'm like oh my god yeah. this guy's too much those guys have a, those guys who are race announcers because they have to do it all day Good long Lord, man. I don't know what they're on whether they're just doing line after line of cocaine or something to get that it kind of had up. to be that was um, there was no amount of coffee to make him that perky <laughs> at five in the morning just to be that excited. I mean, he did a very good job. I think he's the same guy that does it every year. But yeah. wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a lot. It was a lot to handle. And mm-hmm. I, and uh, so you, you, get you to seemed the a little overwhelmed at first. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, I just wanted to kind of just start and get it over with because once mm-hmm. you start, like, then the end is near as soon as you, like, get it started. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was kind of cool to, like, see the countdown clock and stand behind, you know, the starting line. But they do that awkward thing, uh, the announcer guy, when he's just like, all right, all you 5.30 a.m. starters, why don't you turn to your side and introduce yourself to the person next to you? Oh, yeah, I had to do that when I did it. Which is so awkward. Like, that's the last thing anybody wants to do is make a new friend before you're running down a goddamn mountain. Like, so everyone's just like, hi, how you doing? I met, like, the girl next to me, and we're just like, hey, yeah, good luck. And, you know, and just like, this is so Pointless. Yeah. We just want to keep get going. So finally, you know, they count it down. <laughs> well, we're not here for camaraderie. We're meeting other people. <laughs> Who it's the hell are you? In the morning, we're already tired. You're just somebody in my way. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so and they do like the countdown. 
for the five, four, three, two, one, and the cookie announcer goes, get out of here! And then we all, and it's so cheesy, and then we all just start running. <laughs> Which I have video of you starting off, too, by the way. That's another I am video a weird, I'm going to post. You showed it to me. I'm a weird-looking runner. Yeah, you, you got kind of a shuffle thing. I do like a shuffle thing. It's like thing. a shimmy shuffle. And, like, my, my top is, like, doesn't move. It just kind of, like, stays no. straight. It's weird. No, it's kind of, it, it is. Like, your your top arms, they don't they don't move. You know, um, it's just that like, old SNL sketch, or not SNL, maybe it was Seinfeld, where Molly Shannon was on there, and they called her a weird walker because her arms, like, just hung straight at her mm. sides. Like, yours don't hang straight at your side. They just go into this, like, 90-degree like angle. Like, little, like, T-Rex angle. And they just don't thing. move. And they just, like, whoop, whoop, and then you got this shuffle, shuffle run. I do. I saw the video. I'm like, yeah. I, I am a weird runner. That's right. It was easy to spot you when we're driving because <laughs> after you let the person go, then you have to go get your van and you drive down the mountain and you go past the runners. And so you're trying to see, you know, there's all these runners <laughs> and you try to spot your runner. Um, and, and we can pick out Sarah. I, I knew because I was like, oh, yeah. That, that, oh, you're trying is. to cover everybody else now because everyone's like, oh, they're Saren or weird They runners. actually weren't. I just knew because of the shuffle. I'm a weird. Well, I didn't say anything. I never said anything until you said it. Well, good thing I'm broken and not going to run for a long time, so I don't have to worry about it. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> everybody can, runs their own style. Well, I, I mean, it's not like. Walk. Yeah, it doesn't. It's nothing bad. It's just it's just funny. It's just how you run. <sighs> anyway, so my first run, so I started my shuffle run. My shuffle run. And uh, started running down the mountain, which, my goodness. All right, so it's uh, it was like a six-mile run almost. And it's a 2,000-foot uh, decline mm-hmm. from the top, from Timberline down to government camp, and then like a little a little ways down the highway to, for um, the pass. It's called the chute, where you get into the chute. It's like 50 yards long, where the other person in the relay is waiting for you at the end of it. So you get there, and then you pass it off. And then, I didn't boom. even know that's what it's called. I don't remember oh, calling yeah. it the chute. No, that's what everyone was saying. The exchange is what I was... No, everyone kept saying, they're like, right, they're like 100, 100 yards to the shoot. No, I probably didn't pay attention to what anybody was saying at the end of any didn't. of my runs. But I, I, do, I do have to say, like, running down Mount Hood at 5.30 in the morning by myself, because, you know, when you start out, you're in a pack. And then as people, you know, go slower or faster or whatever. And that's only for the very starting yeah, that you're in a pack. That's yeah. just you experiencing. You're that never in a pack with anybody else except for at the very beginning. Yeah. So uh, so I'm running, you know, in the pack, and then everyone just kind of, after a couple minutes, everyone kind of gets into their paces, Neither they have, like, blown further ahead or they've fallen behind. Mm-hmm. Either way, you start running, and then pretty much soon enough, you're, like, kind of by yourself. Yeah. And you're running there, and all you can hear are, like, your footprints, like, footsteps crunching on the gravel, and then weird noises from the woods as you're running through them. Where and the that's hill about people it. live. Where well, the hill, a, they're the mountain people. Mountain people up there, yeah. Yeah, it was it was very very pretty running along Mount Hood, but my god, I mean running down down was easy. It wasn't like that complicated, but afterward, after I got done with that, I could not feel my legs. I almost fell forward when really? I finally got yeah, as soon as I passed off to you because Greg was like two and so as soon as I got to the bottom of like I have never been happier to see government camp in my entire life. Yeah. Like getting to the bottom of that mountain. I mean, it was pretty, there were like waterfalls and I don't know, all kinds of like weird stuff along the road. And it just seemed like it would never, ever end. (laughs) Saw a government camp. Uh, Edward's uh, saying in the live chat, my favorite part of this is treating 530 AM like it's an an ungodly time to be up. It is. Well, I mean, keep in mind, we were up at three with two hours of sleep or so, or we're up at like 230, two hours of sleep. And you're running down a mountain at 5.30 a.m. So yeah. that part's kind of... And it's kind of scary, too, because as you're driving down the mountain, other people, as Greg was saying, you get into the van as soon as your runner goes, and you go ahead to get to the next uh, exchange. Yeah. So you get to the next exchange so that you're ready. So like as you're running... Hundreds and hundreds of giant vans are passing by you on the left. You're running on a very small amount of shoulder on the road. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of scary when like you hear and like people have like bells and stuff and they're cheering and it kind of startles you. 
It takes running. a little bit of getting used to. It yeah. does, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so anyway, I made my mountain run, and I think I believe that that first run is the thing that messed me up because my quads and the tops of my feet have hurt so bad. Uh-huh. Like walking downstairs, it's been what three days, and uh, I'm still yes. having a hard time actually like walking downstairs. It's a very steep hill. You did you did that, and then I uh, then I did mine. Um, you know, I, I ran the second leg, which was ranked as a very hard one by the by the ranking or a hard run. I can't remember hard or very hard. Um, I didn't think it was that bad. Like it was, it was a little stressful. It was about six miles, but it's downhill, and I like doing the downhill. Um, the the only part that I did get a, a little bit nervous because I like this stretch of road. I've driven up this road for years, going skiing or going over the mountain. It's one of the main main highways that connects you know, the, this Western Oregon to central Oregon, like it's one of the main, main thoroughfares that you go through. So it's like the freeway connecting it. And so I've always driven, driven on it. I've of course never run along the side of the road on it, which you would only be doing that if something horrible happened or you're doing hood to coast. So, (laughs) so, uh, so I was running down there and it was weird because I actually ran by, um, Silent Rock, which I've talked about this before. This is like an Oregon legend. There's a rock on the way up to Mount Hood. It's just on the side of the road. It's a cliff. And it's called Silent Rock. And I always knew about it as a kid where you're supposed to like turn off the radio and you're not supposed to talk when you drive around it. if you make noise past Silent Rock, bad things happen. Yeah. And it takes about 20 seconds to drive around it. But when you're running, it takes a lot longer. And I was looking for it. I'm like, oh man, really like instinctively, I'm thinking, I got to be quiet. Silent Rock. I'm supposed to be quiet right now. And uh, instead, I was playing Ice Cube very loudly, and then it kind of made me nervous for a minute. Uh-oh. Yep, yep. Greg, that's yep. really disrespectful to Silent Rock, even though nobody knows exactly why it's called Silent no, Rock. No, I have no idea. There's no real reason at all. It's just this thing that I learned in Ski Club. So anyway, did that. Um, yeah, people are asking what the fuck. It's like this Oregon... Right, urban so legend. So I'm finding this. So basically, I was looking at the legends of Silent Rock. So there are a mm-hmm. bunch of them. We talked about this on the show before. There was that really fucked up version of why yeah. it was. So Silent Rock is this big, like, uh, man-made rock formation on Highway 26 on the road up, up to Mount Hood, basically mm-hmm. right before government camp. And you're supposed to be quiet because there are legends. Like, one of them alleges that there was a busload, like a school busload of children that went off the cliff there. So you're supposed to be quiet, uh-huh. um, you know, in memoriam of them. Other people say, like, if you talk, it's bad luck because well, you're, um, like, awakening the spirits and like people will get into car accidents or their cars will break down well what we always heard like going up skiing is that if you talk during it and somebody's gonna like break their leg on the mountain or yeah or your car could go over the cliff or something bad's gonna happen when you're skiing for the day and that was i mean granted i was a kid learning this stuff well so. and there are other yeah and there's like a construction worker it's was, ingrained in my head though. was killed when like that that rock formation was being made and the worst one was the story remember greg the settlers who came in? Oh, and they yeah, were that there. was one of these supposed stories. No, this stories. is one of these supposed stories. I'm not making this up. Where uh, um, apparently the settlers didn't want the Native Americans on their land, so they would shove their mouths full of rocks and then throw them off the side of the cliff. I swear that's, to God, this one. There it's is no stupid, way that is There's no quite. way that's true, but who even comes up with that? That's so know. fucked up. So, anyway, there are all these. So, people are like really superstitious about it. And you played Ice Cube on the... Oh, I did. Greg. I Uh-oh. did. Uh, there is a website, silentrock.net, that appears to be devoted to it, mm-hmm. where you can where you can learn more about it. Anyway, yes, I played Ice Cube going around Silent Rock, and so it in the back of my head, it just kind of felt weird. Uh, just because just because of when I was a kid. Anyway, 
Uh, I did that. Um, I did survive. So so I got uh, I got done with that leg, and I, I got to the bottom. And you, once you see where it's like one mile left, because usually there's a sign, then that would give me like a burst of energy. And so I'm like, okay, thank God, it's almost over. The pain is almost done. And it's uh, never almost done. And did that, finished mine, and then you go through and you wait for the other four teammates on our team to finish theirs and you exchange with fan two then you have some time off and that's where we went back to my house for the break because you get depending on how fast the other van is which our other van was pretty fast but we still got about probably four hours of of break time in between those Mm -hmm. two and so we went um we went to my house because it was the closest place that's on the way to where the other exchange was where sarah was going to pick the baton back up and go from there. And start all over again. Yeah. Which the baton, <laughs> by the way, just to explain that, just a little quick thing. The baton is actually a like a snap bracelet. Mm. So you can you can have it straight and then you slap it onto somebody's wrist so you don't actually have to hold the baton the whole time. It's got like a timing chip and all that stuff in it. So so we had that uh, f- uh, f- you know four-hour break. So we went back to my place. And it just so happened, since I had bought that dryer, that it worked out to where the dryer guy could come deliver it right then. I, I didn't know that if I told so you. That was so random. Yeah, I didn't know that, he, that the dryer guy was coming all of a sudden. Yeah. So I had bought a new dryer. It just hadn't arrived before Hood to Coast, hence why I had stinky shorts. So I, <laughs> so So it timed out to where they were going to deliver it that day. I'm like, holy crap, it's going to work out just the exact time frame where I'm going to be there. Which was because my roommates didn't get there till later, so I was I was there right when it happened. So anyway, so the 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 guy was we're going to deliver it right then, mm-hmm. and it worked out. So it was it was just kind of perfect. But I, you know, there's a group of us in there. We're probably we're all taking showers. Everyone's and just like, like a shell of themselves. Everyone's a shell of themselves, <laughs> and these two dryer delivery guys, and they looked like dryer delivery guys. And they, they they showed up. What does a dryer delivery guy look like, Greg? You you can draw your own conclusions what a dryer they did delivery look like guy dryer looks delivery like. Guys. I ordered the dryer from a very far out east Portland, and it's the shop looks very shady, but I've had, I've had good experience. Looks aren't everything. It looks shady. Probably wouldn't walk in there normally, but I knew where it was and I'd gone there before. And these and guys, just say, and you knew it was affordable. These guys also look like maybe they could have hung out with my method next door neighbors at mm-hmm. some point. But bit. they were they were nice guys. Anyway, they were there, and they they came in and they uh, they were they were delivering the dryer. Which, by the way, my dryer's in my basement. It's a real pain in the ass to get it out of down there. Which is why I, I I paid to have it delivered, and then they haul off the other driver, or the other dryer. So uh, so that that's going on. Do you explain it to them that it's really hard to get the dryer in? No. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Nope. All right, just checking. Nope. Sure. So they <laughs> they delivered it there. They they hauled out the other dryer first, and they're bringing down. The, and there's a point to this. When they're bringing down the dryer, there was this loud crash because I was sitting in the living room, and like my basement door's around the corner, and I'm like, "What the hell was that?" And we're all. And I was looking at uh, Sarah B too, and she was like, "Yeah, that sounded like they broke something." And so I waited, and I just kind of looked around the corner. I didn't see anything broken. They did, or they did break a glass. There was a glass that was on a counter there that was shattered. And I was like, all right, well, I can I can deal with that. That's fine. And they're, they do that. And then they, one guy gets up and he's like, okay, well, uh, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna head out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. So I, I wasn't so paying attention. So they must be I was done. Like, yeah, they must be done. And so the guy walks out the door and I'm like, God damn it. And I'm just, like talking to myself because I'm really tired, half Greg, delirious. Whenever Greg's frustrated too, he talks to himself because like sometimes he'll be over there working like hard on something and he'll be like, oh, he'll start mumbling. I think he's talking mm-hmm. to me. I'm like, what? And you're like, nothing. I'm talking to myself. I'm like, geez. I do. I talk to, to myself. Didn't mean to interrupt your conversation with yourself, crazy pants. I do. I talk to myself a lot, especially <laughs> do it at my house. I, at home, I talk a lot to myself and I, I realized I, I probably seem insane, but I was talking to myself yes. with this and I was walking down there and I'm like, oh God, let me, s- what did they do? What did they break? 
what the fuck? And I'm, I'm like, just like saying things. I'm like, where? I got to see what they broke. And I start oh. walking down. And then I realize the guy's still down there working on the dryer. And I'm like, uh, and it was a quick recovery. I was like, oh, yeah, that's where it's supposed to be. And then I turned around and walked back upstairs. Because the last thing I really wanted to do was get in a confrontation with the dryer guy. You don't want to get into a confrontation with the dryer guy, especially if they know. Not just, on that day. Well, and let me just tell you this. The thing that makes me nervous about dry people, and I'm not saying this about anybody else. I'm talking about, like, specifically probably sketchier places. But that's why, like, we had some friends who had their house burglarized. And oh, what they do you thought, mean? Uh, well, I don't want to say their names, but yeah, but they think it was yeah because, because of they the think delivery? that somebody, the delivery person, was able to get the lay of the land and find out like what the inside of their house was like because they knew exactly where everything was. Uh, there's nothing to steal in my house. Yeah, so. I know. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I have an alarm system, so don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, don't you think about it? Don't think about it. Uh, well, it, it, it's, I tried to like mumble and. Uh, <laughs> and get away from it. Like you didn't just get caught talking shit about them. Yeah, I was totally talking oh, shit about wow. them. Oh, wow. And uh, I didn't see anything broken, although we had to leave <laughs> not too long after that. I don't think they broke anything other than the glass that they shattered. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it was really awkward when the guy came back up. You know, he knew I was talking shit and he knew that I knew he heard me talking shit. Oh. So he's like, all right, man, it's all done. I'm like, Okay cool thanks and I gave him like I shook his hand he's like yeah alright and then just turned around like well left left after that it was it was very uh, it was very awkward yeah that yeah. sounds awkward yeah I mean in, in all fairness he did drop something he did break a glass so but it was still weird that he heard me talking to yeah, him yeah you don't want to be called out you don't want to be caught doing so that was, but I did <laughs> I was able to wash the stinky shorts was, oh thank goodness I was able to wash wash them and uh, so they were <laughs> they were fresh for the next next time I had to wear them good yes <laughs> uh, so then well, wait round a two starts what? what people are asking are you supposed to tip the dryer delivery people I don't know are you I don't know people are saying you didn't tip him no tip what? Why do I tip I don't, them? I don't know. I've never had a dryer delivered. Honestly, uh, honestly, if I'm supposed to, I really didn't know I was supposed to do that. I thought that's what I paid for. I paid for delivery and installation. Why would I? Oh, I don't. I am don't I supposed know. to I, tip I honestly them? don't know. I've never had an appliance delivered. Yeah. I mean, I think I thought that was just what their job is. I don't, It's not like I order appliances every day, so I really don't know. Hmm, I have no clue. Um, okay. Well, if people are going to say that, yeah, and Keelan's noting, they get paid to deliver shit, fuck that, and they broke something. It's true. They did They did break something. Didn't they break the uh, the rail off of your basement, too? No, I took that off. Oh, okay. I took it off before they, get a, they All came right, in. All right, because I saw that. Like, I thought that was what yeah. they had done. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I took that off. Um, I, I honestly don't know. I know that you uh, are a good tipper, and if you were supposed to tip, I know that you would have. So Yeah, if I would known I was supposed to, I would have. Yeah. But yeah, okay. So it's being said, Greg. That is what he was waiting for when he told you it was done. Well, then he shouldn't have broke my shit. So, <laughs> too bad. <All> right. <laughs> Paid for the glass that he broke. Yeah, even Alex, our friend Alex, is saying not if they break your shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, by the way, actually, he never apologized for breaking that. Now that I think about it, huh. he didn't even bring it up. Well, you know what? His tip is paying for a new glass for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there we go. All right. So then, after that, after all the dryer stuff, we get the text message because that's how we communicate between the two fans. Like, uh, they're closer, of course. Since the other van is super fast, all of a sudden our yeah. three and a half hours of break has been cut down to like two and a half. Yeah. And they're like, um, okay, so we're almost on the last leg before it's time to change over. And we're all just like, shit. So we throw all of our stuff together. Yeah. Jump back in the van and then head downtown to the Hawthorne Bridge here in Southeast Portland. 
because that was the next exchange, yeah. which I was kicking off. Which by then it wasn't too warm, but it was pretty humid uh-huh. that day. Yeah, it was. It was very. It so was very like, humid. This was like two o'clock. We're like one thirty on. Um, yeah. On Friday. Um, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I, there was. Yeah. But one thirty on Friday. One thirty two o'clock. Something like that. Mm. Yeah. And we were heading down there and for it was you. Quite humid. It was. It was very. I humid didn't realize it until I started moving. I'm like, oh gosh. So anyway, so we were down there filming a bunch of videos, which, as Greg was saying, we're going to post them later. Yeah, today. we'll post that this stuff was, up. This is a funny one that we were taking. That we ended up videoing underneath the Hawthorne Bridge. There, there was a giant man in a Sasquatch outfit. And Greg, it was the we're thing building ever. to the Sasquatch. Oh, I thought that's what we were glossing it over. No, I was all right, just I'll saying, let you, you take the lead here, sir. No, I was just saying, like, this. and then we were, you know, filming our filming our Periscope, which we have recorded, which we're going to put online. Blah blah blah. Anyway, then as we're filming, I swear to God. We look under the Hawthorne Bridge, like down where all the porta potties are, and all like um, there are lots of street kids that are down there and stuff. Lo and behold, what emerges is a giant Sasquatch in a hood to coast shirt. Yes, it was a big, it was a big motherfucking Sasquatch. That was that was a large man. It was in like that seven costume. and a half feet tall, probably. No, no, it, I don't. Do you think see so. how little we look next to him? Here, I have the picture. Well, we're short people. We're tiny. We're not okay. We're tiny, but we're not like. I don't think the man children. inside the suit was seven and a half feet tall. I think he was pretty tall. I don't seven and a half feet tall. I don't that know. Seems I'm posting like a picture tall. in there. I'm saying like Scott Daly height. Yeah, because like if, if you and I are both like, like five six, 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 he is uh, easily two feet taller than us. He's not two feet taller. Yes, than he us. is. Look at the picture. Do you there know is how no feet way. work? A seven foot six person. That is that person is not seven foot six. Uh, we have a listener. That's like Yao Ming height. That's taller okay. than Shaq. Seven foot six. Well, like seven feet tall then. I, I don't even think seven anyway, feet tall. Anyway, we found a Sasquatch, and Greg, it was almost like seeing a celebrity. Greg actually got a little nervous because <laughs> he saw the Sasquatch when no, we were filming. No, the reason I was nervous is because you were trying to flag them down. You're like, hey, my friend Greg is just a super huge Sasquatch fan. And I'm like, stop yelling that out around everyone. Now I just seem like a weirdo. You are Like a I'm like clamoring to see the guy in the Dick Sporting Good outfit. I'm like, I know it's not a real Squatch, Sarah. I know it's not a real big it's a, It was a damn good costume, though. His mouth <sighs> Was, yeah. opened and shut. Yeah, it was a very tall mm. guy, but I mean, you know, don't you embarrassed me. So yeah, I was getting a little shy about it. Mm. So so we ended up filming the video, and then afterward, like Greg's just like, "Oh, there's a Sasquatch." I'm like, "All right, come on, you idiot. We're gonna go and get a picture with the Sasquatch." Well, I don't want to like bother him. He's in the Sasquatch. Yes, because outfit. he's a marketing Sasquatch. I'm well, sure that know. they don't. The last thing that the people who are paying him to dress as a Sasquatch want to well, happen want to make a big deal is about it. for you know. The thing that they're paying for to have pictures of other people promoting yeah, their he goods. He was busy. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So anyway, I go over and I'm like, "Excuse me, Mr. Squatch, can we take a picture?" And uh, so Greg got his picture with the Sasquatch. It's his big celebrity meeting for the day. I did. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. And then uh, about ten minutes later, all of a sudden, uh, our teammate who was like twelve ended up flying in. It's just like, oh, which crap. was okay. which was actually the third Sarah on the team. So it's we had three Sarah. Sarahs on the entire yeah. team, and this was Sarah O in the other van. Um, who was very fast. Yeah, she was like one of the fastest quite people fast. on our team. Like- Let's see, in that van it was Sarah O, Paul, Alejandro, Ramon, and uh, Catherine. And Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were the they were the six people in the other van. <laughs> so they uh, <laughs> so anyway, Sarah O showed up and passed off to Sarah X, and then you were off going through Hawthorne. Now uh, going you go across Hawthorne Bridge and through downtown. Now when we did this two years ago, that's where I encountered the shit apples, yes. the little jerks who were making fun of me and panting next to me, and then I told them I would fuck them up because mm. I was so frustrated by these kids messing with you. It's full of like street kids, kind of downtown Portland. They, they'd mess with the runners. Did you encounter anything like that? I saw some uh, shit apple kids, but no, they didn't mess with me. It must just really? be your punchy face. Yeah, they didn't. No, they didn't. Mess with me at all. My punchy face? What do you mean? I wasn't doing anything wrong. No, in fact, I was wearing my shirt, my 
because there's a picture of it in the chat uh, with the Sasquatch, which we'll attach to this episode with the Sasquatch where I'm wearing my running sucks shirt. And one of them actually, one of the shit apple kids, he was there, you know, had like a, had his dog on like a rope and he had like a, a slutty girlfriend and they're both like smoking cigarettes. And like, as I'm dying because it is so humid, like I, yeah. and the air is thick and there's no wind and it's just hot and it was just the grossest thing ever. And the guy just looked at me with this like a dog on a rope and he's just like, hey. And I'm like, oh, this is the shit. Ap- this is what's happening. Uh-huh. This, is, this is when it's going to happen. And he's just like, I like shirt. And that's all he said. I'm like, <laughs> thank you. And just kept running. Okay. Yeah. So that was my encounter with the shit apples. I got a compliment. Wow. Yeah, That that's is about not it. how they treated me when I uh-huh. ran that leg. No. Well, anyway. It's, it's the look of your face, man. Uh-huh. People just don't like it. I wasn't doing anything wrong when that happened. Mm-hmm. I was I was running just fine. Yeah. Well, I wasn't running fine. I was I was struggling, <laughs> barely making it through, which uh, I thought I was not going to repeat again this year. But you ran yours and then handed off to me where I proceeded to run the second leg, which it's for, for those who are... Who are in Portland, it's um, it was another six point something mile one, and it goes from essentially the end of NATO Parkway down at the very end there almost, and then it goes from there to through Kenton past past Kenton. Mm-hmm. So it's or not Kenton. What am I thinking of? Linton. Linton. Oh, I don't know Linton. where Linton is. Isn't that it? Isn't that the name of the little town? I'm messing it up right now. It's uh, Linton, Oregon, right? That's where... It's past the St. John's Bridge. I past know that. St. John's I don't Bridge. know. All of Linton, them have... yes. Linton, Okay, all of them me. have weird little names. I didn't know. Canton is in North Portland. Linton is what I was running past. Anyway. Okay. Little, little like, used to be a town of its own. Now it's part of Portland. So, uh, this run turned out to be probably my least favorite run I have ever done on Hood to Coast. And I want to explain why. It's... It's consistently uphill, but it's a very light uphill. It's not. It's not. It's not a huge hill, but it's, you're always running uphill on it. Um, so you're always increasing in elevation. The main problem I had was this: it's that by the time I got this, I was running at about five p.m., which is rush hour traffic on a Friday. A lot of people on this road, and the way this route works, <laughs> for the majority of it, majority I've of never it, seen you, look you so don't even have a sidewalk. I'm running on the little little turnout lane which isn't even enough for a car on the side of the road so just to the right of the white line before it goes into dirt or a cliff and I had to run on that for the majority of this thing and that means I was within three feet of traffic at all times and traffic goes about 45 miles an hour on that including semis and cars and exhaust and it's rush hour so there's tons of them I had no idea I had such a nervous I would have such a nervous reaction like an anxiety reaction to this. I I hate running next to roads anyway just because of the exhaust. I I really don't like it. Oh, yeah. I hate running next to main roads in the city. It's not my thing. So this is like my worst nightmare for that because I'm right next to it. I'm basically running on a freeway. And... These the trucks like this, when the semis go by, it's strong enough to where it blows you, like it, it it blows you off to the side. So it would blow me over a foot every time a semi would go by, and I'm running with the traffic, so I don't see it coming. It's just all of a sudden, bam, bam, bam. Always just to my left is like death, so, like, certain death, certain is right death. There. If I trip, certain Encroaching death is right there. Encroaching upon you. Yeah, it's just there, always right next to me, and it really, really got to me, and I just wasn't prepared for it because I hadn't I hadn't practiced on something like that. I didn't know no, I had this kind a of a nervous stretch. reaction that and, was a bad stretch. and I had that nervous reaction. So it was, and on top of that, you know, like I said, I didn't train enough. And, and so I kind of hit a bit of a wall about partway through. I've, I've got, I'm not going to go into all this stuff, but I got something weird going on with my back. So it was like flares up after about two miles. And so with that and the anxiety and not having trained enough, I just hit a point where I was just 
mad. All right, and you can you can actually see this. So we were talking about uploading the videos. We we do have a video, in fact. So Greg was running this horrible leg, and there are pullouts that you know if someone's having a particularly long leg or if it's hot, which is what both of these things were. The leg, yeah, that Greg was it was running. quite humid. Quite so what humid. we'll do is uh, people will, will pull off in a van, you know, cheer other people who are going on along the way, but uh, also like have a bottle of water ready. So when your runner goes by, if they want to take any water, they can. Yeah, because there's no like water stands along the way. So the vans are required. That's who does it. Yeah. So if you need water support, yes, your van. And there are some over. legs that you can't stop, like yeah, because they're so narrow. Like you can only do it in particular runs. Yeah, and but so this, this one had one spots. Where you and could. so we were waiting. So we we're like, okay, Greg looks pretty fucking miserable. Like as soon as we drove by, he passed by me. Because yeah. he passed by, and everyone's like, woo, and like cheering, <laughs> and Greg just like. I ne- he looked so mad. I was so miserable. You I was just- in so much pain, and I was so freaked out being next to that road. And yeah, because the first time when we did the first one, when you guys drove by me, I think I lifted my hands up and cheered. I was like, "Yeah, yay, go team!" This one, I was just, I I was just in another world. No, you were. It was you. You weren't there. And you weren't there. And so anyway, so we're parked on, on the side of the road. <laughs> we finally pull up to a pull out. And so we're waiting, and I have I get my phone all ready. I'm like, all right, awesome. I'm going to get a video of Greg running his leg. And so we have the water for him. And we're I didn't know you were filming video because I think when I saw you, I thought you were taking a picture because I saw you guys on the side of the road. And I, I remember trying to use my hands to be like, no, no video or no pictures. Because <laughs> I was so, I was just miserable. Yeah, and so he comes, miserable. And he comes running up and give him the bottle of water, and he's just fucking glaring. He's and I yelled something. World. I can't even remember what I was like, ah, this is the worst fucking decision I've ever made, or something yeah, like that. I, think I was, it was like, something along those mumbling lines. like a crazy person. And then I took a drink of the water, and then I'm like, I don't want to carry this water. And I just turned around and threw okay, it back. I just turned around and chucked it. I chucked it it didn't it, people, it got picked up um but yeah i turned around and i i chucked it and just kept going i was i was i mean i was really really miserable and yeah i totally threw a tantrum on the side of the road by throwing that water and i admit it mm-hmm. but i mean <laughs> until you're in that kind of like putting yourself through that you don't really know how you're going to react and it was i was in a lot of pain and very unhappy at that moment i was not happy but you made it through yeah and i knew I, and that's the other thing too i knew i was only about halfway through it I knew I had so much more to uh-huh. go and it was all going to be uphill and all I could see was just uphill through that whole thing and yeah I, I it broke me that I, I kind of broke during no that. it broke your spirit it did your it spirit broke my, was broken it broke my spirit during it mm-hmm. and that's too bad that's my fault that's on me I shouldn't have let that happen but it was just more than I could handle. Mm. Too much stimulation. The constant cars to the left of me is really what what aggravated it. Yeah, because like you could never relax. So well, then Greg finished it. He so survived. I finished it. Yeah, and once I finished it, and that's the thing. Once I saw the finish line, I was like, okay, now it's gonna be over. All right, that's a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And then he started to feel a little bit better about it. And so yeah, finished that. Uh, filmed our video for uh, Ruby, I think, after that one. Mm-hmm. And then went on to the next exchange point. Yeah, and so we were, went to the next exchange, and this is right before it was about to get dark, and then that was when we headed into the woods. We should probably mm-hmm. just go to that. But I uh, wanted to say a quick shout-out to Chris. Yeah. Who was working security. So Greg and I, so Greg had just finished his leg, like, I don't know, a half hour before. He was still kind of... Still a little loopy. Still a Wasn't little loopy. Wasn't mad or anything. No, but. and so we were walking up to the exchange point for the runner after Greg, which was Sarah, and uh, we were walking up there, and lo and behold, we hear, a, we hear this woman, she's just like... Are you Sarah and Greg? 
And we're like, yeah. And she's like, oh, I fucking love your show. It was amazing. <laughs> it was really cool. She was super rad. So, and so yeah, so we want to give a big hello to Chris. And yeah. thanks for, that made us feel real good. So Yeah, you made us Chris. look really cool, too. It thanks, did Chris. make us look real yeah, cool. Yeah, we look pretty awesome. Thanks, Chris. Seriously, mm-hmm. that was really cool. <laughs> if you ever see us out in public, please come up and say hi. It's, it's pretty cool when that happens. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, and then we, we went over, and, and I think Dan exchanged. I think Dan was running the next one. You go through that, and then it's... Uh, then you exchange with the final van and uh it's like tim tim was uh, leg six i think mm-hmm. and then you exchange and then it's off into the coast range you which drive is in into the, the wilderness to go and wait for the van the second van to finish while you try and get a tiny amount of sleep yeah and, and in a field and it really in is the dark like they don't run along the main roads after that it's after you get done with portland and highway 30 then it's off into the into the hinterlands of the coast range where you're not on any main roads. I don't even know if I would be able to figure out this way to get to the coast without looking at like seriously every dark rolling like mountain road you've ever seen in any kind of depiction of the Oregon coastal range. That's what it is. It's dark. It's scary. It's misty. It's almost like a rainforest. Yeah. And it's quiet except for weird cracks and snaps and chirps and noises (laughs) as you're running by yourself at two o'clock in the morning. Hoping not to become someone's fucking forest wife, yeah, yeah. because even though you know it's ridiculous, some asshole that you know has convinced you that maybe a mountain person is going to try and grab you. I don't know who would say that to you. <sighs> so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, we get out there and, and and during this exchange, yeah, because that's the only place you can go. You have to wait for the other van to get there, and you so you essentially sleep in a field. You, and it's not essentially. You actually sleep in a field. It's it's you're yeah. roped off in a grassy area like an animal, and you lay down your sleeping <laughs> bag and you sleep in a goddamn field. And it was like we were animals, Greg, because I was getting ready to lay down my sleeping bag and almost laid it in like a pile of like deer poop. Yeah, yeah, there was deer. Like poop we were there. in the middle of the forest, in the middle of, in a field. Yeah. Like yep. no cell phone, n- like nothing works. No, you have no cell phone service at all. You you don't have cell phone service for several hours during this um, and nobody does so, so, anyway, so we you get communicate the, with the other vans by a radio you have like walkie talkie radios That's so you can you either know. sleep in the van which the windows are all going to be closed and it gets hot and stinky in there or you can sleep in a field those are the two those are the two choices yeah. that you get for your hour and a half of sleep yeah and so, four of us went and slept so the in four the of field. us went and slept so four of the six of us went and slept in the field which is roped off so that you don't get run over by a van so and it's just constant noise, people yelling and screaming, giving directions. Like <laughs> you just have to learn how to try and sleep through all the chaos at least for like a half an hour. Yeah, that's and that's all the sleep you get before you get to your. Last well, it's also leg. pouring down rain too. That was yeah. One well, thing. that was it, and so we finally like all of us <laughs> laid down. Swear to God, five minutes after we laid there, I'm like, okay, this is actually nice. It's kind of cool outside. It starts pouring, and so we're like, there's nowhere else to go. There's nowhere to go. You just have yeah. to lay there. So. Um, See, looking back on it, I just think it's hilarious. I think it's really funny. At the time, I was not laughing, but now it's just that, that, that's you just have that's to be funny. zen with it. We're laying it's in a funny. field, roped off next to deer poop, listening to people like hollering through speakerphones and you know all sorts of like cheering and stuff, and trying to sleep for an hour in the rain. Yeah, yeah. And then so wake up, you know everything. Wait, I wouldn't even say wake up. I don't even think I fell asleep. I was just kind of in and out. I did. I was able to sleep. Oh, that's really good for you. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. Wow, you're um, like as angry as you were. You're like putting yourself back, and you realize you've had sleep now. <laughs> you're you're okay. It's over with. You're you're just like it's like you're going through some kind of therapy, and you're bringing up all this anger. I am. You sound so pissed about this race. <laughs> like I don't. It's just, it's all right. It happened. Like you survived. You're okay. You're okay. But yes, at that moment, I understand. I, I do. I remember you not being very happy about that. Yeah. Uh, see, and actually, I I was getting to the point where I was delirious, where I was back to being like happy again, just happy crazy. Because I went into the van, 
afterwards. And, uh, and that's when I, that's when I started messing with Tim. So Tim was in there sleeping and for some reason I've become obsessed and I don't know why with that stupid watch me whip song. Oh my God. That's why I'm so angry because all I remember is you all weekend singing that. I I kept doing it. I would just play that. So, is this like an old song too? No, it's, I don't think it's too old. Okay, it's, I was going to say, you're like an old person who just became obsessed with a song. No, it's like, like two months old. old. By the way, that video has 186 million views. Of course it does. Um, so, so I've become obsessed with that, so I would play that. And let me just tell you, whispering those words is one of the creepiest things you can do to someone. So Tim, this is what I started doing to, t- to Tim when he was sleeping. And I would just be like, Tim. And it's all quiet in the van. Watch me whip. Watch me. And Why would you, say, you do that? Is that what you it's found just was creepy. funny? Oh my god! I don't know. Tim thought it was funny too because <laughs> he just started whispering back. I'm just telling you, w- saying the words to a song like that really slowly and quietly, and all that song is is about dancing. I think this, like saying anything slowly and quietly to someone gently whispering in their ear in the van in the middle of the night, anything is creepy. <laughs> Here, I'm just gonna read some of the, the the lyrics to this really quick, and they're very. Very, uh, well, there's really no lyrics to this. Now watch me whip. Now watch me nay-nay. Now watch me whip, whip. Watch me nay Are you still the lyrics? What are you doing? I don't know. I'm just saying it's 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 fun. Nobody wants to hear you with... Do the stanky leg. Don't talk about the stanky leg again. <laughs> ah, well, I think it was funny. Anyway, All right, so, so I was doing that to Tim, and then... Um, so then I, I end up going for my last run, go through it. Yeah, it's you like went two, yours. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. I can't get my goddamn speaker to work, so I have no music um, to listen to. So I'm there. It's silent. And, you know, at this point, since it's the third, like, everyone's totally spread out. It's in the middle of the night. There are no streetlights. There's no anything. I have no music. All it's I not have, street lights because you're in the middle of the country. Yeah, there are no, there's no lights except for my one headlamp that I have. Just, yeah. just a headlamp, and that's all that I have to see by myself in the middle of the night on the stretch of like country mountain road. Uh-huh. And all I can think about, because I have no music to distract me, is how somebody could just pop out from the woods and then come and grab me, and nobody would be any of the wiser. Because I would go for like, my last run I think was about 50 minutes. Yeah. I would go for like 10 minutes at a time without seeing anybody oh, before yeah. somebody would finally like either run by or they have like a motorcycle patrol that will like come by like once every probably like twenty minutes. Yeah, that's about twenty minutes. About twenty minutes. Yeah, and yeah. You could it. be you could disappear. You could be a forest wife in a second. You could be disappeared in a second, and I would just I would start to hear like crack because I didn't have my music to distract me. Every and I would hear, like, year snaps that sounded like someone walking next to me. Oh, it was every so year, point eight percent of Hood to Coast Shut runners up. disappear no. during these legs. I mean, they just disappear. No one ever hears from them again. I kept using those statistics a lot. So, yeah, but you could though. I mean, you were out. It is dark. It is. It is dark. You're in the middle of the all you have is your headlamp. All it was, and it was super misty because it was right before uh, the huge like hurricane torrential downpour happened. Like it was just mist. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Yeah. So yeah, you were you were just before. So not only that, I was waiting for something to climb out of the woods. I was waiting for something to be standing there, like staring at me through the thick grass on the (laughs) side. I was honestly anticipating something. I'm like, I'm going to die. There's something that's going to kidnap me, or like some crazy toothless mountain person who's gonna like snatch me up. So between that and also since I had the headlamp, there are these giant forest moths. Forest no, moths? What? Forest what? moths. What happened? There were these giant moths that were there. By the way, Sarah's shaping her hands like the size of a baseball. They were huge. Like, there were there are not baseball sized moths. Were, they had in... huge wings. They had huge wings. Are you and sure since, it wasn't a bat? It wasn't a bat. They were white. 
and they would fly. What? Yeah, as I was running through this mist, trying not to become a forest wife, these giant moths were attracted to my headlamp. Are you sure about this? I am absolutely positive. Are you sure this wasn't a dream or that you were delirious because you're tired? One of them hit my arm as I was like trying to. You realize you weren't actually in the movie The Mist. Oh, I know, but they were they were like flying at my head, and so I was like ducking and weaving, trying to get away from the moths that were flying at the light on my head. It was miserable. <laughs> I, didn't, I ran through the dark too. I didn't have any moths hitting me. That's because it was raining when you were doing it. My no, was it wasn't raining. at first. Yeah. So, so anyway, I'm telling you, there are not get taken by a force. There person. are not baseball size moths. On they the were Coast. pretty. I don't know what big. you encountered then. then. They were big white moths that were dive bombing my head. I think they're trained by the by the mountain people. They're trained by the by the hill people. The CIA hill people. I don't think they're CIA. No, those people okay. are anti anti CIA. You're in the middle of the hills, rural Oregon. Yeah. All right. So Sarah had the, the bizarre baseball sized white moths of the Oregon coast that no one's ever heard of. Were no, I'm looking Sarah. at this. There are lots of giant white moths in Oregon. Giant moths in Oregon. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about that. There is actually a moth that exists in Oregon called the giant moth. You dick. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, Sarah, Sarah apparently encountered those. Were there any other? Was there any other wildlife or animals? No, I was just scared the entire time. <laughs> like I seriously Fueled was. Fueled by fear. Yeah, and I wasn't really. It it was. It's scary. You're running down. A, it, it feels like you're in a horror movie. And then that was the point where I was just like, "What the fuck was I thinking?" Because my mom was really scared that I was going to be running through the woods by myself. And I'm like, "Oh, mom, it'll be fine." And she's like, "Well, is anyone going to be watching you? Like, does your van follow you?" I'm like, "No, I'm." No, nope. pretty much going to be by myself running through the Oregon coastal range. Yep, and she was so scared, so my phone was out of service. Yeah, there's yeah, like I said, there's, there's no, no phone so, service. So. so I had like you know 15 text messages from her, like uh, as soon as we got back into service, <laughs> just like, "Are you okay? Did you have to run by yourself?" Or you like, she was just super freaked out, which I don't blame her because it's really scary. But anyway, I was done <laughs> after that. Well, you did. You you survived it, and then that's where you handed it off to me. So that this was about um, I don't know when I t- like 3:30 in the morning. Yeah probably around there and so yeah yeah i think it was about 3 30 so i i took it from there and I, it's still in the middle of nowhere i mean you're, it's hours and hours in the middle of nowhere running through the the coast range and i had my last run and my last run you know i was i was tired i was kind of delirious i mean everybody is because of lack of sleep you know mm. at this point i've had i don't know three ish hours of sleep probably Maybe. in like a day and a half so not much and i've already run 12 miles during that time, 12 plus miles. So I, I'm like, okay, final run. It's another about six mile one. And I'm like, I'm just, let's just do this. Let's just, I'm just going to do this. This is my last one. I'm going to try to break my time. I'm going to come in under time because the last run that my second one where I freaked out, I was over, uh, over my estimated time. So I was like, I want to beat, I want to fix that. This one, I'm going to make that time back. <laughs> And so I just start running and I'm like, oh, I'm feeling great. And I'm running along and in my head, the way I, I kind of keep track of how far it is, but I also don't want to know exactly. That's I always true. assume. Because you want to kind of trick yourself into thinking you've gone further than you have. I trick myself into thinking I'm, uh, for, for a while, I'll be like, okay, I've got uh, four more miles. And I'll be like, I've got three more miles and two more miles. And I always assume that I have two more miles so I don't get my hopes up because it's really easy to get your hopes up and be like, oh, it's just around this bend. That's all it is. Oh, just get so there and easy. it's going to be, that's where it's going to be. Mm. That's where it'll end. And it could, you could be completely wrong. So I don't even keep track on my uh, Fitbit as far as the time. The problem is though, I'm running and I'm feeling great about it. And I get in and this girl, because I got passed by a lot of people and this girl passes me. And usually people either just say, good job or keep going. She passes me and she goes like, we've only run a mile so far. 
And I'm like, what a bitch. God damn it. Why did you just tell me that? Like, and then I just get depressed. I'm like, really? I've only run a mile. Like, I'm going to have to run the whole thing anyway. I'd rather not know. Like, at this point in my head, I was like, maybe I've run two miles. Maybe I'm doing good. Just I'm pretty you, much almost done at this point. Whatever you got to do to keep yeah. your spirits up and trick yourself. And this this chick is just like, we've only run a mile so far. And then, like, passes by me. I'm like, oh. well, fuck you. They, why Why would you tell me that? There are also the people... Why would you say it like that? Like, there are nice people who, like, when they pass you, as you're talking about, because I, too, got passed by a bunch yeah. of people. And uh, there are people who are just like, you know, they'll be like, oh, great job, you're doing great. Let's, yeah. you know, keep it up. But then there are also the assholes who are just like, you can tell that they're just being kind of shitheads because they're, like, kind of, they're passing them and they're just being like, oh, yeah, you're doing, you're doing great. Keep it up. Yeah, it's more like a, and then oh, yeah, go, look like, at you. Right past you. It's like, oh, look at you, fatty. Look at you. Oh, you're breathing <laughs> heavy. Oh, someone didn't train enough, you little porky. Hey there, roly-poly. Good job. Oh, yeah, I'm going to walk. I'm gonna run off in my crop top and my 16-inch waist, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, because some of them were so mean. Like, you could tell they were being kind of mean. But for the most oh, yeah. part, everyone was nice. For the but most part, everyone's nice. I don't know what this girl's deal was, whether she was just not happy about it herself and just wanted somebody else to be unhappy with her or whether she was just trying to make, maybe she saw me and I, well, I think I'm doing good. I was probably like breathing heavy and looked like I was struggling. In my mind, I was doing okay though. Let me live in my mind. And she's like, we've only run one mile so far. God, <laughs> thanks. So that just, that kind of set me spiraling a little bit yeah. after that. I'm like, oh. Oh, all right. And so uh, I was still doing okay, though. About two miles in, um, that's when I had the, whatever the goddamn thing is wrong with my back, which I need to see a doctor about it. Mm. It's like some kind of muscle thing. So that starts flaring up. So that's that's hurting. But I'm like, this, it's okay. I'm going to make it through. And it's this, this last run goes up a pretty steep hill. It's uphill almost the entire way until the very end, um, even more so than the other one. Like you're going up a, up a mini mountain. Yeah. You know? And... So I'm running up this thing. I'm doing all right. And off in the distance, so it's just me and then occasionally getting passed by people. I think I may have passed a couple of people myself on that one. Not many. Mostly mm. it's people passing me. Yeah. And then they'll pass you and then you don't see anybody for, you know, like you were saying, you could be, like I, I would look back every now and then and like I wouldn't see anybody, nobody ahead, nobody behind. You're just by yourself. Occasionally a car will pass. Mm. And I'm running along with my headlamp and I see this flash off to the left and I'm like, what was that? That was weird. And I look over and we'd heard rumors about this supposed windstorm that was going to be hitting. We'll talk about this. The supposed windstorm that was going to hit at some point. And I'm looking there. I'm like, oh, no, my headlamp must have just hit something reflective. In the middle of the woods. In the back of my mind. I'm like, yeah, well, it's either that or what I was more scared of, which is what it turned out to be. I'm like, nah, nah, that's. That wasn't lightning. There's no way it's lightning. They just said there was going to be a windstorm. And I'm running along, and then there it goes again. I'm like, oh, shit. That's lightning off in the distance. <laughs> and I'm watching it. So this is over the course of about a mile and a half that I'm running. So, you know, over the course of like 15 minutes or whatever. And um, and I see these flashes, and they're getting closer and closer oh, that's so and closer creepy. and then I feel like there's a slight sprinkle that's happening but not really much rain I'm like okay maybe I'm gonna make it back before this happens maybe I should pick up the pace here a little bit <laughs> and try to get out of this and it I see the lightning go off to the left and I'm like okay sweet I'm gonna miss it completely and then all of a sudden it just shifts and I don't know what was going you know and keep in mind I'm half delirious too so yeah could have just been the road shifting and I'm just not paying attention but it's like it moved right in front of me into the path and I'm just seeing this light and then I start hearing the thunder and I'm running right at the lightning storm. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm out in the middle of nowhere and actually it's pretty flat where I am. There's nobody around me and 
that's a lightning storm. Like this is you're not supposed to do this. You're running into a lightning I'm storm. I'm running into a lightning storm and I'm not even around trees at that point. So I'm like, um okay, this seems unsafe. Uh but I got no choice. I have to like, get it done. I have to get out of there. And this this uh as I'm watching this lightning storm come through, I'm like, okay, well, crap. Um, I got no choice in this matter. And then the rain comes, and the rain, torrential downpour, like so much water that I it couldn't was, see in front of me. It was insane because my headlamp it just became just this wall of water, and I could see the ground right in front of me. Other than that, I couldn't see past really anything because the all the all the light just reflected back off of the rain. So I'm just like, well, this is it. Um, if I'm gonna go, uh, maybe I'm gonna be that guy. That gets struck by lightning during Hood to Coast. And this could be this this could be it. This could be how it's going to happen. I mean, I'm running into a lightning storm. The chances are greater than than normal to get hit by it. It's like, well, all right, that's this is this is my lot. I'm going to be that guy. I'm like, well, at least if I'm going to go, you know, that'll be kind of a cool story. So like, struck by lightning, taken down during Hood to Coast. You know, <laughs> maybe they'll name the leg after me or something. So I'm like, Jesus like you're, you're trying to think in your head like anything. It's the Greg leg. Yeah, yeah. And so, so, <laughs> so I'm going along, and uh, the rain never stopped. The rain never stopped at all. The lightning did eventually pass over. Thank God. And I don't think any. I, as far as I know, nobody was hit. No, nobody was hit. Yeah. No, but you survived. That I was survived. really good. I survived, and I made it through it and got to the end, and and that was. Uh, and let's just say the feeling. the storm was not a farce. The entire finish line, and, along with the tents and every single event that was supposed to happen, blew away. Well, yeah. Let's. Let's yeah, let's let's explain that. So the this windstorm, this thing was was huge. So Hudikos has been going on for thirty, four years. Yeah. And the whole thing is when you get to the coast that there's this giant celebration on the Oregon coast. Huge stage and bands and beer tents and all of this stuff. This windstorm and we found out about eight AM, but I think it got canceled even before that, eight AM on Saturday morning. This is what the, this party's what you run for. Yeah. And that, that's where the finish line is. You wait for your final teammate there and everybody runs across the finish line together. Big photo opportunities. It's a huge banner. It's really, it's a pretty cool thing. It is. It's really cool. You get to cross the finish line as a team, get your medals. Yeah. And 20,000 people partying on the beach in, in Oregon. It's And everybody's in a great spirits. It's a lot of fun. Not this year because the windstorm blew away the entire thing. It was it was just utter like, destruction. Literally blew the tent away. Like so much so that the entire beach was shut off because they were afraid somebody was going to get impaled by metal rods that they had painstakingly set up for days in advance. Yeah, it looked like some post-apocalyptic thing. We put up pictures of that too, and we'll put more pictures up today. But it it was insane looking because it looks like something from a movie where it's like this is the destruction of the earth, you know, and then mm-hmm. the, like a former amusement park or something like that because it's just these the, the the grids and the the railing and all that stuff, but then all the banners like flapping in the wind the ones that are still left and, yeah, like and it looks like overturned broken, porta potties and like, like a broken metal skeleton like yeah it's just all snapped it was the really finish weird. lines like half flapping off uh-huh. but it's still there they still had that up so they they switched it at the last second to the promenade and it was i mean it's it a lot a of logistics show. yeah it, it was a shit show it was thousands of people all wanting to get their medals all wanting to get pictures all wanting to be done and have beer all of yeah. which was just it was just it was un- unexpected and nobody really knew what was going on because you're out of communication. So you really, nobody, like if you didn't you know, know, you were realizing right when you get there that there isn't a finish line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people didn't know until they ran up there and they're like, where's where's the finish and line? And they had alternated like the routes. So, like some people are coming in from some alternate route and other yeah. people are coming from the other one. It was just really confusing. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it happened. We got to the end 
and it was it was a messy ending. The, the ending was not what you wanted it to be. And but that's you know it was a windstorm. What are you gonna do? And the windstorm only really hit just during that time frame when it would have been the finish line. It was just yep. that Saturday morning uh, through to the afternoon. And then after that, it lightened up where it would have been perfect, but it was too late. Yep. Too late for it. So And Sunday, a uh, nice light breeze. Yeah. Uh, not, uh, not a sprinkle in the sky. Just, yep. uh, just gentle flowing breeze, warm air. Yeah. Did some metal detecting because our friend uh, Sarah B., her, her daughter also was a metal detector. So her husband and, and two daughters came out to the coast too. And uh, and so uh, me and uh, and Greg formed a club with the, with the yeah. daughter. Yeah, we did it some metal so, detecting. It was and you found a nickel. I found a nickel. She ended up finding I think a Canadian dime. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we did some metal Two detecting. Two winners together. right there. Yeah, damn right. Yeah. Yep. Didn't you say like the new rule for your treasure hunters club is that everyone has to be shorter than you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yep. So she's plenty shorter than me. So I, that worked out just great. Yeah. She had like a little a kid's metal detector. It was pretty awesome. So yeah, we went out and did some metal detecting. Yeah. Yep. That's what we did. You did. Found treasures. You sure did. It was awesome. It was a lot of fun. So anyway, the bottom line is we finished Hood to Coast. We did it. We did it. Hood to Coast 2015. So just trying to explain everything about it. We're going to uh, be posting a bunch of pics and videos and all that. Pictures and videos. (laughs) Well, that's that's pretty common. I can say pics, can I? Am I not allowed to say pics? LOL. Oh my God. So we're going to be posting all that today. It'll be on our website. It'll be on our Facebook page. Uh, Twitter, we'll share some of those because we have our leg sponsorship videos, which we didn't even get a chance to talk about. We'll be posting those. those. Yeah. And uh, we'll have the, all those up. There, I believe there's one up I was able to get, which is the one of me holding up the free Tom Brady sign. And then, Oh, people loved you with that one. Yeah, that was for Jesmond. He, he paid for that sponsorship. <laughs> and uh, then I got heckled by a lady and I panicked. And I didn't want to be known and as the free Tom lied. Brady guy. Yeah. I lied. I said, I, uh, um, it's because I lost a bet. <laughs> so, so that's what I said. But either way, I was. Uh, she uh-huh. was very mad at me. Panicked. Greg is lying. So, Greg. <laughs> yeah, that video. That video will be up as well. It's alright. I was so out of it for my first one that I couldn't even. I wasn't even. Yeah, able you didn't to do talk. a good job there on that one. I I'm did a terrible admit. job because I. Yeah. Thought I was going to collapse. I quite honestly that did. That was for Ruby. Yeah. So. Sorry, Ruby. We, but we'll have that video up t- <laughs> today, too. It might even already be up. All right. Well, thank you so much, everyone. And once again, a huge thank you to Pabst Blue Ribbon. Yeah. Pabst Blue Ribbon, you guys, such such big supporters of Fun Employment Radio. We appreciate them a lot. And and thank yes. you so much for your support and everything. And thank you to all of you for all of your support. Yes, absolutely. We're so happy we made it and so happy to we spend did. the day with you. And Yay. now I want to do it again. I'm probably going to do it again. Good luck to you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's it for today. Thanks, everyone. We'll be back uh, tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. (laughs) Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.